But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts and that's what we hope our podcast become for people is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. What's up, everybody? It's Monday, I'm on my way home. I accidentally dropped my camera last night and I didn't realize I had kind of loosened it, so I um, had to fix it so I didn't do a recording this morning, but um, it's Monday, it's the 25th of October. Uh, I had a pretty good day. I did not have any real issues, I did not have any real problems, just your normal 8th grade belly aching, which I kind of expect. I mean, they're 13 and 14 year old kids. Um, but all in all, things were good. It's good to be back, start a week eight. You know, we're at this point where um, we are into the meat of the year, into what's going to be the hard part of the year. Are kind of getting used to it, they're getting settled. I had to change my seating charts. I had been letting the kids pick their seats in a few of the classes, and it just is a time where they need to be separate. A lot of them need to be separate, but surprisingly, they don't care that you separate them. They're just, you know, they expect it in every other class they get a seating chart, so it's not like they don't expect to separated so that was good um had them do an assignment today where um, i asked them to illustrate their personal culture um in order to kind of put a bow to put a bow on to what we were talking or the research they started for their world culture project so i want to make sure that based on their project that they did last week and the week before that they understand that there's a basic framework that we can study cultures within that most cultures around the world you know have a certain set of characteristics not that all of them are the same but you know they all have basic Parts, you know, whether it's a spiritual belief or religion or music or food or traditions or hobbies or whatever it might be, family structure, all of that stuff. We can look at those different parts for different cultures around the world. So I want them, when we study a culture, to look for those particular things and to be able to say, like, oh, this is different, this spiritual tradition in the Amazon rainforest is different than the spiritual tradition um, in the 
Scandinavian countries or, oh man, this tradition in the Amazon basin is very similar to this tradition in, you know, sub-Saharan Africa or whatever it might be. I'm just making that up, so I don't know if that's back in England. Um, really just giving them structures, helping them understand, you know, the basic things, the basic parts of geography and culture so that way when they look at something, they have a framework to look at it within. Not just that they know where places are, but they understand what makes up culture and what makes up geography and what makes up our world. Um, I think that's really um, an important part of this curriculum. That's kind of why I like teaching what I'm teaching in eighth grade is because that class is very practical. It's a more practical social studies class than I've taught in the past, you know, I, I love teaching history and I, you know, I love that part where people say, well, you know, if we don't learn from the past, we're doomed to repeat it, you know, whatever that might be. Um, it's just, I don't get into it as much as when I can talk to the kids in a really practical way and I can speak with them on things that are going on in the world around them. I think those parts are really important and really fun and it helps me to stay engaged. I have a little bit harder time staying engaged when it comes to history, but even the history that's a part of this class that I teach now is modern, you know, over the last 70 years. So um, it's just a point where I'm, you know, trying to tie everything I can to the world that they live in as much as I can give them things to think about within their own life. I think those are really important parts. So hope everybody's good. Hope everybody's having a good week. And that, you know, this message finds you well. It's crazy. It's the last week of October. Um, and we're just, we're cruising. We're glad. Looking forward to it. What's up, everybody? Good morning. Uh, I am in my wife's car. Normally I would be in my car doing this and my car has the remote so you got to see my freaking hand but that's okay. Um, Tuesday, 26th of October, on my way to school. Um, getting ready for what I hope is a good day. Um, for social studies, yesterday I had them start a personal culture diagram where they drew you know, the things that were important to them that were a part of their individual culture on the, you know, just an outline of a person, which I really like. I really like getting that chance to see a little bit of who they are. Um, and today we're kind of moving from our intro into culture to our intro into economics. So I took an idea from one of the guys I worked with. He did the diary for World War One. he did the diary of a soldier in a trench. So, you know, basically a soldier in World War One that was living in a trench, writing home, or, you know, a diary, whatever it was. Um, and then he actually had kids write a diary of what the trench was feeling. So a diary from the trench's perspective, which I loved. So I'm going to take that and, and do an assignment today that I'm going to call basically the diary of a $100 bill. So the kids are going to write 
the journey that a $100 bill has taken over the course of its lifetime. So I will, you know, put kind of a crumpled up $100 bill on, you know, just a picture of it on the page and say, hey, write me a story of where this dollar, you know, $100 bill has been and, and you know, what it's bought, its job, you know, all that stuff. Um, just to kind of get them into the understanding of economics is just not about supply and demand. It's about people's choices. People choose to spend their money on certain things based on their priorities. And it's important for us to look at those priorities when we're studying economics and and to be able to start to see, at least for my class over the course of the year, what I want them to see is how people in different places, you know, make different choices with money and that there are places where money means different things, Um, but also how the person right next to them can make different choices based on their priorities. Um, I want this study of economics and really my broader class to be very practical, to be very utilitarian is the word I like to use. I like to use that fancy word utilitarian. Um, But I'm hoping that my kids can take some real practical skills from this particular class and be able to apply them no matter where they are. I I want what they learn in my class to be applicable to where they are and and who they are and what they're doing. Um, So I'm excited for that today. I have to, um, I'm going to have a sit-down meeting hopefully today with the girl from last week and the Apple situation to kind of try to hash that out and make progress on that relationship. I'm trying not As I prepare for it and roll through it in my mind, I'm trying not to have the mindset of being defensive myself. I want to give her the space to talk and feel like she can be heard. Um, But also, too, I do really need to set boundaries and make sure that students understand that they can't do whatever they want. And for me, you know, talking with Will yesterday, last night I talked to him, he's like, got to make sure those expectations are posted. So part of what I want to do today is post my expectations um, to make sure that the kids know, like, this is what's acceptable and this is what's not because, as Will always says on our podcast and everywhere else, when you can redirect kids to expectations, it makes it less personal. So the kids are not taking, because the biggest problem I have right now is that my kids are taking everything personal, that everything I say is a, an insult towards them as a person. But if I post those expectations and I say, this is the expectation, you're not meeting it, then it's not personal. So that's what I'm up to today. Got to call my wife quick, last couple of minutes of my drive. So hope everybody has a great day and I'll update you this afternoon. Hey, good morning everybody. I haven't been doing the video version of this, so it's okay that it's dark currently. Um, it's about 7.25, just on my way to school. Um, I started talking about my really good day yesterday, 
afternoon in the car, but then my dad called and I really needed to talk with him. And then I basically talked to him until I pulled in the driveway. So I'm trying to come back on this and talk about what yesterday was a really great day. Um, my kids were on point during our activity. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had far less issues um, with that particular group. Uh, I was explaining a situation where a student, so I'll backtrack, Monday gave the kids new seats. There was one particular student who's kind of in that group of kids that likes to give me a hard time, um, that really didn't like his seat and made it known. So I moved him like over to the back. And, and at first I just thought it was just the kid complaining about not wanting to sit somewhere. And yesterday I learned that there was really like, there's there's really some uh, dislike between him and another student. Um, so he came in yesterday and was already frustrated with me about the seat situation. And it just kind of spiraled and you know, I was asking him not to do certain things, and he just kept being rude. And then a particular student that is in that group, who's kind of the leader of that group, started in on me about him and um, just has this habit of butting into everything. That's like kind of her gig now, is that she's just going to butt into everything I do. And I got frustrated, so, you know, I told the kid, like, don't talk to her. I don't want her coming over here to talk to you. I don't want you talking to her. As soon as I turn my back, she runs over and talks to him. So I'm like, all right, man, I got to give you an FYI. And that just kind of spun him up. And he was talking about how I target them and their friend group. And I just don't like them and how I bullied him. And, uh, you know, I'm such a mean person. And I'm just like, whoa, like even brought up, like you talked to me in my locker one day and asked me what I was up to. I'm like, yeah, I was having a conversation with and, you know, it was heated for a little bit, but it was fortunate that he had stu study hall came after the period I had him. And I just said to him, like, hey, can you stay for a couple minutes during study hall and we'll try to hash this thing out? And he's like, yeah, I can do that. So we both kind of chilled out and I just stopped. And I, you know, when once study hall was going and doing that, I just said, hey, man, like, is there something bigger going on here? Because, you know, you things have been good between us for several weeks now. And all of a sudden after break, like, you know, things aren't going well. And he's like, to be honest, like that seat where you sat me is really not a good situation. And it's just put me in a bad mood. And I was like, Oh, like I, I get, I just said, I didn't, I didn't realize the situation was as bad as it was. He's like, yeah, we, we just really don't get along. Um, He's like, I don't want to go into detail, but it, it's just a situation where we we don't get along and really don't like each other. And I was like, okay, cool. And then it put us in a spot where I could ask him some questions about the situation I've been going through. And I, I said to him, I go, are you aware of the things that have been happening to me recently? He's like, yes, I know what's been happening. And I asked him, you know, is that okay? He's like, no, it's, it's definitely not okay. So I asked him. How, how does your group feel? He goes, we feel like you target us. Like that uh, you let other kids get away with things that we don't get away with. And it just turned into this nice conversation. And I said to him, and, you know, I was able to then ask him, 
has your friend group been rude to me and targeted me since the beginning of the year? He was like, yes, we definitely have. And I go, is the treatment I've gotten from your friend group been fair? He's like, no, it, it definitely isn't. And I was able to ask him, I said to him, like, does your friend group talk about me often? And he was like, yes, we do talk about you often. And I just said to him, I'm like, do you know what it's like to have your friend group needle me and give me a hard time several times a day for several weeks on end? Do you understand what that's like for me? Do you understand how that can put me in a situation, especially with what's been happening recently, where I've got to be defensive? And he's like, yeah, I, I, I totally get it. And we got to a point where I was like, I just asked him, I'm like, do you think I really don't like you? And he's like, no, you definitely, you definitely like me. And we, we do have a pretty good relationship. And I was like, okay. And it was just one of those situations where it, it was the conversation you dream of having with a kid who you've had a run in with. It's like, we both calm down. We both can be rational about it. And we can both see the situation. I'm like, I, I said to him, do you feel like we understand each other better? He's like, yep, definitely. And I said, okay, how can we make this situation better with your seat? Because he was sitting over in the back corner by himself. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good spot for you. And he, he goes, no, I don't think it is either. So I said, okay, you've got friends all over this class. If I put you over in this particular group over here with, you know, the friend he was being rude with yesterday, I'm like, can you give me your word that your behavior won't be, you know, bad and that you'll stay focused and do your job? He's like, yeah, we'll stay focused and do our job. And I was like, okay, because I knew I had a student that I could move to the group that he was in. And... You know, it turned out good. And then I, I showed him, you know, we have a digital, you know, our little behavior form, which we call an FYI. I said, okay, your name's on here. Da, 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 da. I, I want you to watch me. I'm going to clear this form because, and I was able to say to him, like, this conversation that we've had means more to me and I think is way more effective than me giving you an FYI. And he's like, agreed. So, that, that situation, being able to have a conversation with a kid and, and work on getting to a better place is one of the best feelings ever. And, you know, the other kids in that group, I felt like I've had two really good days with. And I don't know if it's just that everybody got to chill out or that a few people's parents talked to them after the situations that have been happening, but it's just been a really nice couple of days and to have that conversation and to know that he sees the situation the same. We're all on the same page with the situation. Those kids know that what they're doing is wrong, but they still do it anyway. The particular student who I had the situation with last week with the apple I'm having lunch with tomorrow with her and the principal. So hopefully we'll kind of hash out part of that too. But all in all, yesterday was a great day. Um, and surrounding that conversation I have with that kid, it really, you know, it makes such a huge difference. And the more that one by one that that particular friend group that I can show them that I'm not, I'm not the person that they say I am, 
the better off my situation is going to be. And the more I can feel comfortable with like, hey, we got to take you to Washington, D.C. And I got to feel like I can trust you that when we say something to you and we ask you to do something, that you're going to handle your business in the right way. So all in all, it was a great day. Um, We started talking about economics, which I'm super into. Today, we're going to do a little reading about the 2008 market crash and compare it to the um, market crash of 2019. So all in all, I think things are they're good. Looking forward to everything, and I hope that wherever or whenever you listen to this message, it finds you well, but I'm going to hopefully make it a great day again. What's up, everybody? It is Wednesday, the 27th of October. Had another pretty dang good day. Um, I was going to do this conversation about the crash in 2008, but I reread the Oh, oh, excuse me. I reread the article I was going to have them read, and it just did not seem logical for my kids. It just did not seem like a thing that I would want my kids to be doing. It didn't seem like something that was going to move the needle forward at this point. So I found this really cool um, budgeting activity online where, uh, you know, the kids were given 20 metaphorical beans to pay for all the things that an adult would need to pay for and to figure out where they would budget their money and to figure out, you know, what they would do, you know, with the limited resources they had. And it went great. I mean, there was a really good conversation among all of the groups. Uh, and the kids had fun, you know, and that's a, a big thing about it. Um, I hesitate to say that I turned a corner with that particular group of kids that's been giving me a hard time, but I I really do feel like I've moved the needle on a bunch of them, and that that is going to be the thing to where, you know, the one particular student who seems to continue to want to make it about me and to be difficult isn't going to have an audience anymore. I, I think that's what I'm hopefully working towards. Um, I hope that's the direction that I can take it, but I mean, all in all, it was, it's been a great week. Um, and I know it can be easy as a teacher to say, oh, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. But in reality, I, I, I don't know that there's another shoe to drop. I mean, in life, there's always a shoe to drop, but in this particular case, I really feel like I'm making headway and making progress. So, um, that's been fantastic. Um. Yeah, just feeling really, really positive, really upbeat with whatever um, I got going on there. I just, I seem to be in a groove and I can see how as frustrating frustrating as it is in the moment to have my boss, you know, tell me to, you know, to take the hard road to take the road that doesn't necessarily make me feel good right away to take the road that in the long term I know is best for me I know it's best for my kids I know it's best for our school's culture and my classroom's culture when you're so emotional and you're so in your feelings about it it's really difficult to you know feel like that that's the answer that you want but as I've stepped back and I made progress and I reread our book and 
gone over the things that we think are important in that. It's just been a situation where, you know, we've really done a lot of work. And when I say we, I mean Will and I, and, you know, me, myself, I've just done a ton of work to put myself in this spot where I can handle this situation and I can be the guy that I should be and I can be the example for my kids and um, and just do the job the way that I think I should and the way I think I can. Uh, been great. So uh, tomorrow we're going to go over the 20 beans questions. We're going to do a few more of the questions. Um, and then Friday we're going to have a Socratic seminar to talk about, you know, how we prioritize our money. Um, I, I want kids to be aware of, you know, that relationship between time um, and money. Because time is a resource the same as money is. And generally speaking, we have to give up our time, which is an important resource, um, in order to get money, which to some degree is also an important resource. And... You know, that's one of those life lessons I want to teach my kids and work with them on. So, um, like I said, it's been a great couple of days. It's been a really fun um, week being back. It just, it, it really feels like the momentum's really kind of shifting. Um, some of my kids have been really stressed. It just seems to be a really busy week for them. So I've been trying to be supportive uh, of them and be... Um, empathetic towards what they've got going on. A few I've had to check on, um, but all in all, I mean things are going really well, and just gonna try to keep that momentum up. So, hope everybody has a great day and a great week. Talk soon. What's up, fam? It is October 28th. It is the afternoon. It is a rainy afternoon, and I am on my way home to relocate one of the pesky red squirrels. That has been bothering my wife and I, so I'm pretty pumped for that. Um, had another really good day. It's been a really solid, good week. The biggest thing I had going today is I've got one class that is a very high-flying class. It's very fun to be around, but they are kind of tipping the fun scales in a direction that is more than they need to be. They've kind of lost that compass of what they are there for. Um, I had to remind them that my class is just not some throwaway 45 minutes after they get back from lunch. That they need to, you know, do their job. And I tell them, like, I take pride in the fact that my class is fun and that kids enjoy being in my class. Um, but on the same token, which is my catchphrase according to my wife on the same token, um, they have to do their job first. And it felt like there was a lot of them that were not doing their job first. So, um, I also had a conversation with my assistant principal and the girl from the Apple um, situation, which I felt like was pretty productive. I mean, she didn't really say anything that was unexpected, and I felt like I was able to say my piece 
you know, even though I had had a talk with her yesterday because she just continued to be disruptive. Um, but at least now that's on the books and we've addressed it and hopefully, you know, going forward, we can continue or not continue. We can build, which is what I'm hoping, you know, it's, I don't feel like I should have to work hard to prove to kids that I'm not the devil, but you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, beyond that, um, looking forward tomorrow to tomorrow. I'm going to do a Socratic seminar talking about budgeting. Um, had a situation where one of my kids in my last period of the day was complaining about the questions and all of this stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, you take the lead on it. And he was like, okay. And I said, he's like, I can run it. I'm like, yep, you got to write the questions. He goes, can I grade everybody? I'm like, yep, you can. So he's going to use the grade rubric that I gave them. Um, and do that. So I think it's going to be a really fun day. I think it's going to be a really good thing for him because he's a kid that um, kind of struggles to have that outlet for his energy um, and struggles to, you know, stay on task and stay on track with what he's doing. So I'm hoping that uh, it's a good situation and that can come in and enjoy that and, and do his thing. So I think it's all in all going to be a great, um, great week. Um, going to try to link up with Will Saturday morning if I can. He's got the TCCA conference on Saturday, um, but hopefully link up with him sometime then. Otherwise, I'm going to try to get some work time in this weekend, get um, going on the next um, draft of the book I went through and got some notes taken down and kind of got the main ideas and um, working on a workbook along with the book itself so it could be you know a standalone thing for teachers um, that they can use and they can work through but also it could be something that a group of teachers could work on through the year whatever it might be um, really making it the most practical and utilitarian book that it possibly can be while sharing our stories and sharing our ideas. So all in all, I'm looking forward to the weekend. The weather is kind of turn, turn. It looks like now potentially snow in the forecast next week, but um, yeah, next week we're going on our anniversary trip next a week from Sunday is my one-year anniversary, which seems insane. I don't know how that year has gone so fast. Uh, I do need to remember to get my wife a, a anniversary card. Maybe some flowers um, is what I should do. i got to remember that. But, um, yeah, life is moving pretty fast. Uh, it's, it's really good talks with the people I work with and just like on a really good track and trajectory trajectory to be improving and doing the things that I want to do and it really just feels like the work that I've been doing with Will and with the other people in my life who I you know kind of run my teaching by and, and the work we put into this book that the lessons are taking hold and that I am 
putting myself in a position to step into what's next and keep doing the work that I should be. So, hope everybody's having a great Thursday or whenever you listen to this. And uh, catch up with you tomorrow. What's up, everybody? Friday morning, it's the uh, 29th, I would say, of October. On my way to school for a Socratic seminar today. Got a meeting for our capstone trip right off the jump today, and I got to work on a little 20 minute professional development uh, I'm doing on Monday for our new teachers uh, based on some of the work in the book Deliberate Optimism. Um, so that's what I've got going today. All in all, it's been a really good week back after that break. Um, and I'm proud of the work that I've done, you know, the work that I've done with the people on my campus, the work that I've done, um, with Will on LED, the stuff that I've done in the book and in the podcast, it's starting to really feel like I'm not just preaching stuff that we've said on our podcast and the stuff that we're writing in our book that I actually have taken it to heart. Um, That does not mean that I am some wizard teacher or the most exceptional teacher on the planet. It's just I am teaching in a way that is as true to myself as I've ever been, which is, you know, the most important thing for me to be able to be that person um, and to know that the work I've done is paying off. I think that that particular feeling of that work paying off is really gratifying. Um, And I feel like it is a position where I'm able to do the things that I want to be doing in my classroom and more importantly having the impact making the difference that I think that I should. Uh, I had a situation yesterday again with kids going over the just you know tell me what I got to do to get all the points. which to me is frustrating because it just reflects that they're only concerned with their grade and not actually learning. But even just last night, thinking about it on my way home, I need to explain that to them. They don't understand that that's why I do the things that I do. And you know, the rest of this trimester, the rest of the year, I have to do better. You know, Will reminded me that I need to put my expectations back up. I need to be very upfront about what I believe is the right way to operate in a classroom and and what I expect. And I also just need to be better about explaining to my kids why I do the things that I do. So I'm trying to be in that spot, in that position where I am being transparent, I'm being authentic, and 
you know, be humble. I think that's, that's, um, the most important thing. And really when it comes to, um, when it comes to this book we're writing and this philosophy that we have and this belief in, you know, what inspired teaching is, you know, authenticity and humility are pretty close to the top, um, both of which require transparency. Uh, you know, there's this misconception that being authentic means you are just the absolute best version of yourself and you don't make any mistakes and blah, blah, blah. But authenticity just means you are being true to who you, who you say you are, who you want to be. And in that, that does not have anything to do with the number of mistakes you make or how well you achieve all these things. It's just about being who you are. And a part of that is being humble and admitting the mistakes that you're making, being open to the feedback from kids, being willing to listen to their thoughts and engage them in conversation about the things that matter and that's something I feel like I'm doing better um, I am less defensive although I still have my moments where I get really defensive and I don't want to be told by not just kids but really anyone that I have things that I need to be working on it's just it's just that point where are good with who you are, good with what you're doing, and have a realistic expectation of what you can and can't do in a classroom. Um, I believe wholeheartedly that education is the most important profession on the planet. I stand by that unequivocally. And I do believe that this profession allows you to have an incredibly big impact. But I've let go of that desire to have viral moments and to be famous and make a huge sweeping impact in one or two shots. But to just do the work like Sisyphus just roll that ball back up the hill even though by the end of the day it rolls right back to your feet. So that's where I'm at on this Friday morning. I hope everybody's doing great and uh, looking forward to the rest of the day and hope yours as well. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up everybody? Friday night, I have just cleared the traffic hurdle order to get home to go out and have a sushi dinner with my wife, which I'm very excited about. We um, haven't gone out to eat, just the two of us, in quite a while, and we have not had sushi in a really long while, so I'm pretty pumped, especially after I watch uh, David Chang's show, uh, The Future of Food on Hulu, I think that's what it's called. Um, really good. I'm a big fan of David Chang. He's an author and cook and food futurist and just all around funny guy. We were watching this show on Hulu and it talked about how 
sushi was not this thing like Americans do where they eat it all the time. It was only for special occasions and all this stuff and how we're running the fish dry and blah, 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 blah. But I'm excited for it. We haven't had it in a long time, so we're excited for that. Um, pretty darn good day. End of a pretty darn good week. Um, overall, the kids were um, really good. Very few problems. Um, having to kind of put the reins on one class. I've been talking about that a little bit. They just have, they have their, um, balance between fun and work skewed. So I need to make sure that they are, you know, making that a more equitable balance. Um, I never want to, you know, stifle conversation or make my class a place that is not fun to be in. But I am looking forward um, to having that class a little more on track. So all in all, like I said, it was a great week, eight weeks in, you know, four weeks left of this trimester. Um, maybe I got that wrong. Maybe it's five weeks. It gets done the first week in December. So maybe it's five weeks. I don't know. A few weeks left. Um but all in all, things are really, really going well. Um, working on economics, had a really good set of Socratic seminars um, today. And it's just funny how kids' questions make you think of things differently. You know, we did this bean activity, you know, talking about, you know, 20 beans and, you know, how would you budget that? But I really wish instead... You know, at some point I would have said, hey, the median income in the United States is $72,000 a year. Um, and then have them think, okay, now if it's you only have $5,000 a month for your entire family, you know, how, how does that change your thinking? And it's just, you know, you have these conversations with kids and, and they work and they bring new things and it's... And one of the best parts about teaching. So, um, really looking forward to it. Uh, the next two Fridays, I have a day off for our anniversary, and the following Friday is an early release day, where they've told us the afternoon is going to be just for us, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, the, you know, and then we have a full week, and then the little short week for Thanksgiving, and it's and it's just it's just going well are great and um, really happy with the way I'm working and you know I don't know I don't know if this little video segment that probably no one's watching and no one's listening to is making a difference if, if, if it's the thing that's making a difference for me but but man it, it just seems to really um, be something that's changing my mentality and I don't know too I can't really quantify why things are different this year and quantify if it's you know being back from COVID I can't quantify if it's all the work that I put in over the summer on the book can't quantify if it's my relationship with my wife I don't know there's just all these things have converged to put me in a really great spot to teach and lead and be successful and feel good about where I'm at and what I'm doing. It just, it's just a really fun time to be teaching.
and it's really enjoyable work to be doing right now, and I, I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I'm very grateful for people I work with. I'm very grateful for the kids I have and the opportunity. You know, it's weird, though, the things that they think are weird. Um, I, um, you know, I was talking to my kids about how I have a 40-minute drive, and they were asking, like, why would you ever... Um, you know, drive 40 minutes to work, and I had to tell them, you know, like, can't, you know, there's not unlimited job teaching, you know, in my area, and there's, it's not that easy to just get jobs close to home, but, you know, with everything going on, with everything that I've been working on, you know, you just show them that life is different. There was one class where a girl was talking about how she was going to live in multi-million dollar house and have a butler and all of this thing and da 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 and I don't know if it's that's the, actually the life she wants to live or if she was just trying to brag or make a big deal but a lot of kids were like really kind of harsh like you don't need that and da 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 and I had to step in and be like you can't you can't judge someone's desires you can't say that a person who is wealthy got there you know without doing any work and all of these things and it was kind of a good moment because it's one of the students that's been a little tougher for me a little bit harder to build that spot that relationship but all in all it's just that point where we are you know working and trying to move forward and trying to be better and trying to build so and if I can keep building the way I am and keep working with the kids the way I have been, I feel like I'll be in a really great spot, you know, for the remainder of the year. And I know everybody says that this is the tough part of the year and this is when, you know, kids start to wear down and relationships are strained. And, you know, probably all those things are true. But the more work I put in now to build the relationships, the more equity more opportunities I have to really um, be with the kids and show them who I am and, and what I'm about, you know, the better the better off I'll be in the long run. And I, I'm, I'm hopeful that I can continue to, to build on what I've got right now and continue to grow um, in my practice and, and grow in the things that I need to be doing. Um, I know there are lots of places I can still improve. I know there are lots of places where I can really put myself in a position to be successful and to work through the challenges that we face. I mean, because there are still challenges. You know, my school's in the same spot of being understaffed and not having enough subs and, you know, just trying to piece everything together and I mean it's stressful because you, know, you feel bad because you know you should help but there's stuff that you got to get do, get done and it's you know trying to find that balance of you know doing your own thing but still being a team player all of that weighs into it all of that you know kind of feeds into it so as we work through it and as we go you know we just continue to get better um, and I feel like that's what I've done and the one thing I think 
you know, to end off this week that I really want to focus on is is continuing to invest in those relationships um, and not not being set on my laurels, continuing to work because I know there's going to be times where you have to cash in some of those accounts and you have to be able to um, to work through that stuff. You have to be able to to you know kind of ride out those storms and ride out those rough patches and, and I just feel like I'm in a better spot now to do that than I ever have been and I'm more prepared to to do the work and to be successful than I ever have been so it's a great feeling it's great to feel like the work is paying off and I'm seeing it in my classroom and I'm seeing it around every part of my life I think you know, like I said maybe that's just part of it too that I'm just in the best place I've ever been. I have a great support system. I have a great group of people around me that are helping me be successful. So I'm real happy with what I've got going. And I'm going to try to do as much as I can to give myself credit for the success that I've found. Because I know a lot of it is is not just, uh, it's not just luck. It's the work that I put in. So I want to make sure that I'm giving myself credit for that. So hope everybody has had a great week, has a great weekend, and wherever this finds you, you're doing well. If you need me, reach out, at value, at value on Instagram, at it's Kyle Krieger. Um, you can find my guy Will at, at it's.will.law.iii. Let us know how we can support and help you.